Good evening. So glad that you could be with us this evening. Even more glad that these guys could be with us this evening because this is kind of their deal tonight. I'm excited for you to hear from our elders. There's actually nine elders that serve here at Oldham Lane. Uh, Clay Peterson and his wife Jana are headed to Lubbock. Uh, you heard about the police officer getting shot and killed in Lubbock. Uh, Clay's son is one of the police officers in Lubbock that was uh, in on that incident. Uh, he is safe, but I think he's really struggling, so they're going up there to visit with him, and we certainly understand that. So we have eight of our nine shepherds here, and uh, that's about all we could fit up here. So but I, I want you, and I'm, I'm excited about you getting to hear from these guys. I know you hear from them occasionally, you know, prayers and teaching class and things like that, but, you know, I had this idea, maybe we could do a state of the church address where we just talk about some of the things that have gone on, some of the things that are going on, and some things in the future, because we've got an exciting future ahead of us this year, and we had a great last year. So uh, this is Larry Bell, Robert Harper, Jack Smith, is it Royce? Royce Scott? Yeah. Royce Scott, Eddie Dunn, Tim Smith, James McCoy, and Chris Atkins. So thank you guys for joining us. And I think to dig in, the first place we want to go is to budget. And uh, Larry Bell is going to share with us some things about budget. We had a, like a record year last year as far as giving, and I'm so grateful for our congregation. I think that's always a good barometer that people are happy and excited, so that's good. And, and you know, we've been able to pay off the building a little bit quicker, uh, our new building. And also, uh, you're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, we have 90-something acres about uh, that we're going to be able to sell a portion of to pay off this building even more. So talk a little bit about budget and all those things. With uh, growth, and we are growing, comes uh, opportunity, and it comes with some additional resources. Our congregation is growing. Now, we monitor our attendance uh, for several reasons, but one of those is just the plan. Uh, we know what's coming up, and our attendance has blossomed. Uh, yeah. It's really grown, so with that comes also an increase with our contribution, and we have seen that over the past year, uh, a significant increase in our contribution. Uh, our fiscal year is starting in January. So we are starting a new budget year, uh, January 1. And so we're gonna share just briefly uh, some of that information with you about what the budget looks like from a very high level of view. Uh, if you want to see more about the budget, if you wanna see the budget itself, uh, it's very open. Uh, I have brought an example up here with me You'll see something like this. Uh, it's listed in the uh, library down the hallway. There's a copy of that. Uh, you'll see in your bulletin each week the running totals of the contribution. So we try to be informative of what you see as far as the, the finances here. What you see on the screen now is a comparison between last year and this, this coming year. And there's some good, good information as you look at that. You'll see that the contribution was higher than the budget in 2019. That's amazing. Uh, so many places struggled to, to meet their budget, and you as a congregation have uh, gone beyond that. Once again, with increased numbers and attendance, some is that, but I know that uh, many of you have uh, began offering more and been uh, really sacrificing from your means. Uh, Chris mentioned that we were able to pay down some of the building and that is true. Uh, with the uh, additional contribution amount, we've been able to pay down towards that. Uh, I'll just go ahead and mention now, he mentioned the, the sale of part of the land. 
we were blessed several years ago to be able to purchase a good amount of land around us. And now we are, we have someone who have approached us who would be a good neighbor uh, and willing to, to pay us for that land and buy that land. If we were to do that and we negotiate that through and it happens, we'll be able to pay even more down on that building, even to the point where we have got that building uh, by the time we get through this next budget year, about halfway paid off. Uh, that's amazing. That is an amazing fact right there. So you'll see that we had uh, a surplus there, and that was great. You see how it's compared to this next coming year. And you'll see that we have uh, on the annual budget in 2020, uh, one point, I can't read my, my, I guess when you get older it happens, uh, $1.508 million budgeted. Uh, that's a 16% increase uh, over the budget in 2019. And you'll see the actual uh, annual and weekly contribution and the comparison there. And so you'll see once again, we're looking like we're, we're in really good financial condition uh, as far as the congregation. We want you to give. We want you to give sacrificially. And a part of that is uh, pushing us to do more, uh, to provide more, and to be able to go out and seek and save the lost. We can go to that next slide. This is a very important slide. And take a moment to look at that. You're going to see the different colors, the more yellowish color. That is directed, focused directly on making and growing disciples. That makes up 60% of our budget, including evangelism, missions, education, and our media. We've come quite a ways with our technology and how we are a presence out there. So just the 40% the taking care of the facilities we have and the administrative cost. But 60% of what we give goes directly towards uh, seeking and saving the lost and making and growing disciples. And that's what we're to be about. So. There's a lot of good things going on. Uh, with growth are exciting times. With growth comes a lot of responsibility as well, and we understand that. We commend this congregation for your giving. You're doing a tremendous job, and thank you. We know it's for the Lord. It's for the kingdom, and we thank you for your, your heart, and we look forward to, to even more coming up this year. Thank you, Larry. And I I want to echo that. I'm so appreciative of our congregation and their willingness to give. And, and you know, you don't want to, you don't want to sound greedy, but, uh, you know, we always say that, uh, you know, please continue your generosity as it, you know, helps us to pay off our building a little quicker. Also, you know, we're, we're looking always at new mission works and things of that nature. We're always, you know, things always increase and cost, you know, the things that we do here. So we're very appreciative of what you do. And, and speaking of missions, Jack, you're going to talk a little bit about missions. Um, you know, we, we're trying to put a premium. We always have put a premium on missions, but trying to do even more there in the way of missions. And we've been, you know, honestly, searching for works and uh, kind of, you know, we've had some things brought to the table and some exciting things that we're going to investigate in the coming year. So, Jack, if you would kind of fill us in a little bit. Uh, on, I, will be, on I will be very happy to do that. Uh, our missions are very successful here at Oldham Lane because of your generosity. Uh, two things, you either go or you put money to send people to go. And many, many of you have, uh, have gone, continue to go, and then many of you have given extra to our uh, to mission funds. So uh, we know, uh, many of you know that we have been in Ghana for many years. 
And so in an effort to allow the Ghanaians to be more self-sufficient, we have been slowly withdrawing support from that country. And so uh, we are still going to be continuing to support Frank Essen. Uh, Larry, he'll be here when? May? Okay, Frank will be here in May. And so we will be continuing to support Frank for 2020. And then from then on, we'll be going on an annual basis, whether we support him or not. Frank does a very good work. He's very doctrinal sound. And we have really depended on him in the last few years over a long term for him to do a lot of good work there. So we're going to be having some funds freed up from the Ghanaian missions in Africa to do some other things. So uh, there'll be five areas that I want to, uh, want to discuss. Uh, first of all, we're going to be increasing our support for the Ripple of Light. Now, if you may not have heard about the Ripple of Light, it is an internet multimedia ministry, and they're going to be doing several things for us. First of all, they're going to be taking over the production of our uh, TV program, and that's going to increase the reliability and the quality of that, uh, of that program. Uh, we have lots and lots of people. Uh, I think this morning I was looking, and there was someone from Montana that, was, uh, that did not have a congregation close, and they said, we appreciate you so much for having this on there. Uh, also, the uh, uh, Ripple of Light does the podcast during the week. And many of our, well, our elders have been on. Uh, Chris is on regularly, our ministers. And many uh, men that are teachers from our congregation uh, have been on there speaking about uh, seeking and save the lost or singing ministries and things like that. So they do wonderful things. And if you do not know about Ripple of Light, please go online and see some of their work. They do uh, all the uh, video things for World Bible School, and they are uh, continuously upgrading and staying at the forefront of, the, uh, of their video and things like that. And we know that uh, that, uh, that is the way that new young folks get their news uh, and do all kinds of things online. So we're also going to be increasing our support for Rusty Brown in Ecuador. Uh, and I want to go ahead and say at this time that uh, our number one priority and our number one responsibility is to be sure and give to our general fund every Sunday. But then if you have it on your heart or if you have extra means, then you can give extra and designate on your check specifically where you would like that to go. Uh, you may want it to go to our children's ministry, maybe our youth, or you may want it to go to Ecuador, or you may still want to send some to Africa. So you can do that. Uh, you can visit with us if you, have an, if you don't know exactly where you would like to put some extra money. Uh, we have had several members of our congregation over the past year uh, inherit some money, and they've given large sums at different times uh, for specific areas. So that is always available. So uh, we do send a lot of people down there to uh, support Rusty and his wife. Uh, we're going to be increasing support for World Bible School. Uh, we have currently 18 members of our congregation that do teach World Bible School lessons. And we have uh, Dr. Badney and uh, uh, Judge uh, uh, Jack Grant and his wife come up here on a daily basis and uh, grade World Bible School lessons. World Bible School reaches so many, many, many people. They did 1.3 million, million paper and pencil lessons last year. 
but they did almost 800,000 internet lessons. And soon the internet will outpace the paper and pencil. It's uh, quicker, faster, and it costs less to do. And so some of us dinosaurs are trying to learn how to do, how to do some things like that, but uh, uh, it's, it's a great work. So we're supporting World Bible School here for the cost of materials and things like that, and then sending money actually to uh, the World Bible School headquarters to be distributed there. Uh, and so that is, that is a great work that we uh, want to be a part of and do more. Uh, we're also going to be starting a new mission effort uh, with the decreasing support for Africa, we're in the process of looking for more stateside missions. I know me personally, over the past year, I've visited with probably six or eight uh, different missionary groups uh, seeking support. Now, we know just a few years ago, you could stop at any building that had Church of Christ on the front, and you would know you're going to get good sound doctrine. That is not the case anymore. That is not the case with our missionary efforts either. So we have to be very careful when we're supporting missionary efforts, are they gonna be sound doctrinally? Uh, where did they go to school? Where did they get their, their teaching? What is their past record? So it's very important as we're good stewards of the money that we take in and responsible for finding, finding those areas. But we believe that our universities here in town are a mission field. Uh, not only ACU, but we want to have a presence at McMurray, Hardin-Simmons, and Cisco possibly also. Now, some of those schools may be a little bit more difficult to get in, but, but uh, we, can, uh, we can start doing that. So we think that uh, by uh, the school year uh, 2020, by fall, that we'll have a university minister in place and uh, going to be start that new ministry, and that's a very exciting mission work out on the hill or at the different colleges. Uh, also, we have some additional funding that we're going to be looking for more stateside mission areas, uh, and we're gathering information. Uh, I just got a brochure from Charles Howard today uh, about uh, uh, some mission efforts, and we'll be looking into that, but they need to be doctrinally sound, they need to be easy to visit. It's difficult to get to Africa. It takes uh, uh, almost all day and all night to, to fly there. But if we do some stateside missions, uh, it's a lot less expensive to get there and check things out and make sure that things are going well. But also we want to have places for our youth group to be able to go uh, in a reasonable length of time and our university group to go also to be safe. And so we know that the world uh, is not a very safe place. The devil is very active. And so uh, we have a responsibility when we do send people out that it's going to be a safe area. So I, I do appreciate that very much. And thank you. I hope I didn't go too fast. Uh, it's a lot of information. So if you do need more specific things, uh, talk to me, talk to Vic, or talk to uh, Royce, and we'll be glad to sit down and visit with you about that. Thanks, Jack. I'm very excited about Ripple of Light. You know, that's something I've been involved with here for two or three years now, and uh, them taking over the production of our television program. I don't know if you guys realize that's a game changer. You know, uh, they're building us a set. I mean, we're, we can go on location. You know, if we're talking about death and dying, we can actually film at the cemetery. And, you know, their equipment is so uh, just advanced, and, and the stuff that they can do for us is going to be amazing. How good Ripple of Light is. They do the work for World Bible School. 
Now, if you Google um, Bible lessons online, World Bible School comes up number two. And that is specifically for the, that is specifically the reason that, that we're number two, World Bible School is because Ripple of Light is pushing the envelope and trying to get up there. Right now, the Mormon church is number one. But it's going to be just no time at all till uh, World Bible School is going to be number one on Google. So we'll be doing that. Tim, you said something in our meeting. You know, I'd, I would just assume give our money to a, a Christian ministry like that than somewhere else. And so we still pay airtime with KTAB, and that's, that's a considerable cost. And they'll still be airing the program, same time, 10 o'clock every Sunday morning. But as far as production value, we're, we're going to be way ahead of the curve. And I, I'm excited about that. You know, I'm also excited to add another minister to our team. That's going to be exciting. And a campus minister, I feel like that's been a hole at our church, and it is at a lot of places. I feel like the university group, that's kind of been a hole that we need to fill. And, uh, you know, we've had some wonderful people like Rob Fortner and James Tebow who've done a great job with that. Um, but I, I'm excited about getting uh, a minister in here full time. How many times have we said, you know, there's so many mission works out there that we go to, and we have, we have people in our own backyard that need to be reached. And certainly that's the case with our universities. And so I'm excited about that as well. Um, so, sorry, Tim, I didn't mean for you to get the microphone. Uh, you're going to get it here in just... <laughs> You're going to get it here in just a second in more ways than one, but uh, before, we, before we get to you, I was going to ask Robert Harper, if he would, to talk a little bit about, and you can't talk much or else you let the cat out of the bag, but uh, with all the things that are going on, current events right now, especially after what happened at West Freeway Church of Christ a couple of weeks ago, um, I, I think people wonder, you know, what, what we have in place, and we actually do have a team and a plan and it probably always needs to be tweaked, but uh, talk a little bit about security, if you would. I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and do no. it in your Sir William voice, if yeah. you would. Yeah. <laughs> That's my disguise voice. <laughs> the question is, are you being watched, I guess, is the big thing. Are we taking care of our people here? If you've noticed over the years, we have uh, added some cameras, and hopefully those aren't too intrusive, but we have approximately... 32 cameras inside the building and outside the building combined. Uh, we have those feed into a room in which that those cameras are being monitored by an individual all the time. They are also being able to look at some of their uh, iPhone apps, the people that are on the security teams, and also monitor those as well. So that's something we do while we're doing our worship. It's a hard combination to have a a worship, but we don't want to be intrusive where you're paying more attention to the security and not focusing on the worship. And it's also a problem in, in regards to, you know, cycling people out because we don't want everybody just to miss worship just because you're on a security team. So we try to make it large enough, but small enough where it accomplishes its goals as well. Uh, we also, if you've noticed, we've done things to just protect the buildings when you're not here. Uh, we look at the credit card, if you will, key that you have that uh, lets us know who's coming in the building, what times they're coming in the building, and uh, how often they're coming in the building, where they're going in the building, and if you don't have one of those, you can't probably get in the building. If you don't have one of those, please let us know. If you're a member, we'll let you have one of those keys. Uh, background checks as well. We do background checks in regards to some of our security issues. That's also part of our insurance responsibilities. 
We've also, probably you've noticed uh, over the years, those of you who have been here long enough, we've added windows in the classrooms as well. So that's something that we use for insurance and for protection as well. It's just a different world that we live in nowadays, and we have to be prepared. We've made these doors, some of our doors where they, when they close, they can't be opened from the outside when they're closed again. It's something we're always tweaking, something we're always looking at. We learn from other people's unfortunate uh, situations, and we try to make sure that we accomplish to make sure that you're protected here as well. But it's a fine line, like I said. We want to make sure that you're not too worried about what's going to happen right now rather than worshiping and what could happen if I don't pay attention and go to church. We want you here, so please come. We're going to make it safe for you as possible. It is a difficult thing because I don't know if it's possible to shore up every possible situation, but then at the same time, the days of us saying, well, that could never happen here, that's over. You can't think like that or you're a sitting duck. And so yeah. there, I, I hope our people feel confident and comfortable to come here and worship that we do have a great group of guys that are you know, overseeing things and they're watching things. And we do, I think in line with a lot of churches, most churches, we do a really good job with that and we're constantly looking to improve it. So, so thank you, Robert. Yeah, our goal is that you don't know the security is happening, but I assure you it is happening. Yeah. Thank you so much. So now, James and Tim are going to kind of uh, tag team and talk about our future. You know, we've got some exciting things, Ripple of Light, you know, and in our increasing our partnership with them. We've got a good neighbor that we feel like, you know, we can sell our land to, and we're just waiting on preliminaries to get that sewed up, but it looks like that's going to happen. We've got a campus minister that uh, is going to start with us sometime next year. Also, just to let you know, Oldham Lane, at least the new building over here, is going to be a polling site. So when you go vote in this area, you can go vote at Oldham Lane. And so that's just another way to get people through our building and to see who we are and what we're about. And uh, we're excited about all these new things coming down the pike, and I probably even forgot some of them, but you know, it's really exciting stuff. So James and Tim, you're going to talk a little bit about uh, something that we designed several years ago, about a 2020 vision, and we're here, you know, 2020. So talk a little about about where we've come from and where we're going. In 2014, there was a plan put together for our vision for 2020. You know, it's funny when you're putting those plans together, you don't really think it's ever going to get here. <laughs> you know, I, and uh, so anyway, we're here, we're at 2020. And we were, James and I have looked over some of these uh, goals that we had. And I was looking here, one of them says building leaders. And then another one, strengthening families and save the city. And how this really ties into some of the things that we've been talking about right here. I'm extremely excited about the possibility or, of who we're going to get for this new campus minister. Um, I know from a personal standpoint, when I feel the best about myself is when I know I have done something that's pleasing to God. When I've had a role in some sort of mission work. Have you ever come back from, a, say, a mission trip and you're just so excited? The excitement because you had an opportunity to be involved in the Lord's work and you feel like that you had an opportunity to make a real difference? This is an opportunity here within our congregation for all of us to be involved in a mission field that's right here in our backyard, front yard. And so these are some great opportunities for us. And when you think about building leaders, 
you know, I, I think of all the different programs we have going on, the sermons that we've had, the classes that we have, the preacher training camp, the shine, and so on and so forth, the ladies' retreat that was mentioned here just a few minutes earlier. And so we have so many opportunities for people to grow. And I want to put one challenge. I'm not, they asked me not to say very much. They basically just wanted me to be up here because I was the prettiest one of the bunch. <laughs> that doesn't say much for the others. <laughs> but um, and the last thing I want to say is this. To get involved and to make a difference isn't that hard. It really isn't. The, our, our ministers have done a really good job in 2019 on this subject of how to study the Bible. You know, we, we've had that in Bible classes. We've had this, Chris, talking about it many times in his sermons, how to study the Bible. And I want you to think about when you get, when you get to work or wherever you're going tomorrow or this evening after services, think about the things you're going to talk about with your friends and coworkers. Do you think anybody will be talking about NFL games tomorrow at work? You know, with the, with the playoffs going on right now and NFL, you, know, those, you think people will be talking about the weather, the snow that we had? Have you ever watched a movie or read a book that was really exciting you couldn't wait to share it with somebody? You know, I, I, what I use is a gauge for myself. I think it's a, probably a gauge we could all use. If the Lord is coming up in your conversations and stories from the Bible and things about being a Christian, if those are things that are constantly coming up in your conversations, you're probably doing a pretty good job of studying God's Word. But if it never comes up, if these subjects never come up in your conversations, then it might be something that you want to work on a little bit more. And because we have it, you know what we always talk about with people? Things we're excited about, things that are important to us, and things we have in common. Those are the two, two basic things we talk about in our conversations. So I know as an eldership, we challenge, we challenge all of us, ourselves included, to really be good Bible students and to really study so that we can apply it to ourselves. And when you do that, it's going to come out. Thank you. Well, we've got a lot to do. And as I sit here and look at the sheet that Tim's got, it says 2020 vision. And you know, I believe that we're all here tonight sitting in this building because of the vision of other men and how important that was that they saw that we needed a place in this part of town. So I'm so thankful for those men who had that vision. And I was to talk about the future. And I thought with the short amount of time that we have, I started thinking about the word future. And if it's okay with you, I just came up with a, a little acrostic that hopefully that will help us uh, look at the word future. For the word, for the letter F, I chose the word focus. And that's to focus on the goal, to make and grow disciples. That, that is our goal here, to make and grow disciples. For, uh, for you is to understand the goal. The goal that's shared by all of us from pew packers all the way up to prime timers. To understand that goal, not just to see it on the front of our bulletin and go make and grow disciples. 
but to understand what that really means, to, to get into people's lives, to share, to be servants. For T, I chose the word team. This is a team effort. This is not just us. It's not the staff. It's not just the Bible school teachers. It's not the people that are grading World Bible School. It's not just the shine. It's not just the preacher training camp. We're all in this room. We're all on the same team. We're all working for that goal. We all need to be dedicated and dedicated team members. For the next you, I used the word utilize. I've been so, so thankful for our new facility. All the different things that have been, been taking place over there. The things that are coming up, like our polling place. Like Chris said, what a great, a great opportunity to get people into our building. And they'll come in and go, hey, I, I really didn't know this was here. I, I, I want to come visit you guys. I want to see what's going on. I see all the cars in the parking lot. There, there's something going on there. I want to see that. You know, in this 2014, uh, Blake, uh, Jake was kind of involved in this, and there was a really interesting thing that we talked about. We, we couldn't really do it yet because our building program was in place, but a community garden out in the back here, some of the property we have, because we have a lot of men in here that do gardening. You know, what if we had a community garden that we could offer to some of our surrounding neighbors. And, and I've had others of you come up and say, hey, what if we did that? Could we do that? And I'm so thankful that we had this chance to talk to you tonight because I hope it kind of spurs ideas for you. You know, a lot of people have such great ideas. So please think that way and share those ideas because we want to find ways to reach our community, to reach our neighbors. I chose the word R for remember. Remember for the word R. To remember who we are. We're, we're God's family. We're heirs to the throne. Remember where we came from. The vision that these men had. The vision to grow. And to remember where we're going. I had a hard time choosing the word for E because there's a lot of energy here. And if you use that energy, you're going to become excited, like Tim said. You're going to be excited. And that excitement is contagious. When you're excited, others are excited too. And the third word I had for E was effort. You know, when we came here, there were about 60 or 70 people, and they were a hardworking group. And we have been so blessed with those group, but now the people that are coming and joining us and placing membership, there's a lot of hard workers, and there's a lot of people that are using that, uh, being excited and uh, giving all that effort. And just to wrap my part up, I went back and pulled uh, the January 6th. 2008 bulletin, 2008, 12 years ago. The very bottom, the front sheet was written by Jimmy Jivenin. And on the very bottom of that, what he had written was a scripture 
and a charge. It was Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the, the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And this last sentence was, the new year is not a time to be proud about our past or content with the status quo. It is time to press on. You know, our goal is all the same in this room tonight. And we can all reach that goal if we all work together and we're a team together. Thank you so much. Uh, Eddie, I'm going to ask you to close us out in a prayer, if you would. And thank you all for being here tonight. Thank you guys so much for all you do for the congregation. You know, we talk about how it can be a thankless job sometimes, but how supportive and loving this congregation is. And I, I'm, I'm appreciative for y'all as well that you recognize that you have such fine men leading you. And so I, I appreciate you guys. I know the staff does, all of us. We appreciate all that you do. And, you know, we're so thankful to get to work with you uh, on a regular basis. And so thanks for being a part of this. I hope we can do this every year. And, uh, and I hope that every year we have such great things to talk about. Thank you all. Uh, Eddie, if you would, lead us in a prayer, and we'll have an invitation and uh, a song. Father, we are indeed thankful for the privilege to be your children. Father, as we go through our lives, we pray that we might have the strength and the courage to stand up and to be counted. Father, we are thankful for our brothers and sisters here at this place. We're thankful for the strength that we can draw from one another and for the encouragement that we can be to one another. We know, Father, that we can only go as far as our weakest link. And, Father, help us individually to make sure we're not the weakest link, that we're continually studying and learning about you from your word and that we're always looking for opportunity to serve you and those about us. Father, we know that you bless us over and over again and especially you paid a great price to redeem us so that we have an avenue to have our sins forgiven that we can be back in our relationship with you and that we can move forward in our quest to achieve what you want us to in our lives to live our lives in a way that are we would be a reflection of you and that we can stand before you and hear those words, enter in, good and faithful servant. Father, we're thankful for everything that you do for us at this place. We're thankful for Chris and Jake and Blake and all the work that they do behind the scenes many times that many don't know about. We're thankful for all the others on our staff that do many things. And Father, we're thankful for each individual member here who looks for ways in which to serve you. And Father, we just ask that you would continue to watch over us and bless us and help us as we strive to be a light in this community that we might have opportunity to share with others the hope that's found through your son. Father, we thank you for all that you do for us and ask that you would continue to watch over us. It's the prayer that we offer to your son and our savior.
Come in. Do you have a need tonight that we can help you with? Um, if you'd like to study the Bible with someone, if you'd like to you know, begin discussing the next steps in faith, or maybe you're ready to take that next step, and you'd like to be baptized this evening, whatever your need might be, Jim is going to lead us in a song. If we can help you, you've got me and eight elders to receive you. So uh, why don't you come as we stand and as we sing?